0: Hi, everyone. I'm Paige. And I'm Christina. This is our podcast on theater majors and mental illness with creativity. So Christina is going to be talking about mental illness today. So I do have some questions for you. First off is what are some more modern day examples of individuals who deal with psychosis and creativity? And like how might their showcase struggles affect how others view mental illness?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, there's definitely some modern-day celebrities that struggle with, like, different mental illnesses and stuff. Um, Britney Spears and, like, Kanye, like, people who struggle with bipolar, which is uh, one of the illnesses that people like to bring up a lot when talking about creativity. So those are just some examples, but I think it's kind of like a double-edged sword having um, people who are in spotlight display their mental illness. Bonuses and stuff. I I definitely think it can be a great thing to like help uh, reduce stigma and to kind of help educate people. But on the same note, I feel like sometimes people will just like take that and be like, oh, well, this person has bipolar. So this is what bipolar looks like for everyone. And if they don't act like that, they don't have bipolar.
0: Yeah, totally. The like generalizations that people make is you know, obviously not how everyone would act with different mental illnesses. So what are some of the characteristics of mental illness that are commonly linked to creativity? And could these happen in a non-chronic level?
1: Um. Okay, so like some of the characteristics that are like typically cited are like people who like hallucinate or schizophrenics for example, often exhibit, like, auditory and visual hallucin- hallucinations, people love to kind of just, like, take that and be like, oh, well, that's how they're able to create, like, such vivid ideas is because of their psychosis and things like that, um, so oftentimes people will, like, associate hallucinations with, like, increased creativity, and also, like, people who have bipolar, when, they, when they're having manic episodes it increases productivity and the ability to like have so many thoughts coming at once and people like to take that as well and just say that like it makes people more creative because they're able to do more in that short period of time illnesses like bipolar and like schizophrenia are like chronic illnesses so it's something that this person will deal with for the rest of their lives on like a non-chronic level like if if, like, a traumatizing event happens to someone and, for example, they develop, like, a short-term depression, um, they can still have the same effects because, like, with depression, a lot of research was saying that it'll, like, slow the person's mind down so they can focus on their thoughts and how they're feeling about things a little more. But I think for, in, like, those short term matters, it's either like not as extreme as someone who has a chronic illness, or either it's something short term that later ends up developing into a chronic illness. So I think it definitely is possible on a non chronic level,
0: but I feel like it feeds more into a chronic development. That's really cool. <laughs> So addiction is a form of mental illness. How do you think that affects creativity? So like in the same note that depression will like slow the mind down when people
1: take depressants or like when people are like addicted to like opiates and things like that, that um, depress the mind. It um, has the same effect of like slowing, slowing the brain processing down and like letting them explore their thoughts more or just like how like a stimulant will help a person produce like more thoughts and ideas than they normally would have and things like that. So I I feel like it ties in with other mental illnesses well. And the fact that like the symptoms that you get from being addicted to a substance will like have a chemical effect on your brain and cause you to alter your creative process in the same way.
0: Cool. So I remember in your presentation, you talked about like how the arts has to do with uh, mental illness. So we're going to switch it. Do you think that like creative people make theater or does theater make you creative? I think it's more that people make theater creative. I think that everyone can be creative in their own way. I really enjoy scene design and like arts management. And I do think that creating things collaboratively is very important, especially in theater So I think it's more of the people that make theater creative as opposed to theater making a person creative, you know?
1: Yeah, I totally understand that. And so you said you worked on like set designs and stuff, right?
0: Yeah, I'm in a scenic design class now. And like I do a lot of arts management stuff too. Do
1: you think there's like a technical aspect of creativity in theater?
0: Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, the technical side of theater is vastly different from like the actings and the study sides, set design, for example. It's all about fitting that set into the confines of the show and the context of the show, but also where you are performing it. So there's a lot of like outside things that you have to be thinking about in order to just get to that point of actually putting it on the stage. So the technical aspect is really important for creativity in theater.
1: Yeah, for sure. I totally agree with
0: that. Um, How do you think that uh, storytelling plays a role in theater? It goes without saying that you would not have theater if you didn't have storytelling. With creative storytelling, it's about how are we breaking those rules? Like I brought up Aristotle's Poetics in my presentation, where he had very specific rules for playwriting. And many playwrights actually didn't follow those rules at the time, and they didn't do as well. But as time went on in ancient Greece, it became more and more prevalent for those plays to start winning and Aristotle's to win the festivals last. So I think it's more about breaking the traditional rules of theater and storytelling and trying to come up with not necessarily new ways to tell the story, but different ways to tell the story.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Like, trying to find how to revitalize a story like that's been told so many times like I, I think um I think you touched on that like how to like really shape a story that's been told before and like bring it to a new light almost in theater all
0: right well thank you all for listening be sure to check out other podcasts on the page